You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. The reason I'm alive. Big is for doing. (laughs) And we're here doing another episode of Mob Wives. Season 3, Episode 12. And we are rounding out the corner to the end of this season. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be so hard. And I'm your host, Erica Vieira, and I am joined here by... Roxy Stryer. And we're here to give all the dish and talk and chit-chat of our favorite reality series, My Wife. So good. So good. I, honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do when it ends. We're going to have to come in here and just, like, reenact some scenes or something. Yeah. I mean, we got to throw some, you know, throw some fights. We gotta, oh, well, we've got some big fights coming up. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's, I feel like this entire season is going to be leading up to like a huge fight next week. I, I mean, know. We'll talk about that in predictions, but everything is building up to something I think that's going to be crazy. But it's like the formula for this show, for Mob Wives. It's like the entire season ends with this cumulative, I can't even say the word, cumulative huge big fight that happened Physical in season fight. one. Physical fight. Season one and season two, and it looks like it's going to happen in season three. And I love that. You know, we we see all of the back and forth that he said, she says, yeah. and I'm calling it, and whatever, the bickering. And and then these women, they take it a step further. They did, and they really take it a step further. Right. I mean, this is no Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is no, you know, Real Housewives of this, whatever. No, these women are serious. When they fight... They fight and they fight hard. There aren't rules. No, like there's no guidelines or whatever. There's whatever no you're kind of feeling, you do it. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. So, all right, let's let's get a couple of the um, kind of lighthearted things out of the way first, and then we'll get deep into into the real nitty gritty. Okay, what do we got? So, let's start with talking a little bit about Jarita and kind of what's going on with her and her life right now. I mean, she's really proud of the fact that she's opening up this makeup store. It's her chance and her opportunity to basically like support herself, not rely on Lee or not rely on a man. And uh, we see her interviewing different people for a store. I thought that was really fun that they included us in that. Yeah. It made me want to go to the store and be like, oh, my God, I recognize you from this interview, and I would pick you. Um, I thought it was really cute. And like you're saying, it was a lighthearted moment. We Mm -hmm. needed that this episode desperately. I'm really proud of Drita. I think this is going to do really well. She actually has a very big talent for this. And she's right. Everything that uh, she wants to do in this business does ride on who she hires. And she really does. And in what she does in her lifestyle, she needs to be able to trust these people. So, I mean, I'm hoping that the interviewing process was way longer than what we saw. I'm assuming that it was. these were probably like the final round people um because i'm sorry was that a dick pic that we saw in there like i know and to be quite honest i i hope she doesn't hire him i mean she said this rule number one no matter how talented or how wonderful you are like there's some there's some level of professionalism and a dick pic is not part of that yeah i get that this isn't a corporate job but like honey this is a interview Mm -hmm. you you need to be professional and you know? present your best self. I mean, this is the best your best self in a job interview. So imagine if you let something like that slip. Like as a business owner, I'd be looking at as a business owner. I'm sure Drita's looking at it like, well, imagine what else you kind of just let slip. By. Right, and, and kind of the way that you interact. And in, obviously, you're more nervous, but mm-hmm. what you're doing all day is interacting with customers. Mm-hmm. So you need to know what they are like uh, at first meeting. That's true. And if that's what he's like, if he's telling stories like that, or if he's showing pictures like that. Yeah, it really does not reflect well on your company. And not all pe- people might not be in. I mean, not all customers would like that. Thing. A lot of them might be offended. And, right. And yeah, like you said, it's a reflection of Drita and who she is. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What did you think about the fact that Karen showed up? Did you think that that was production being like, Karen, you should go there? Or do you think she really wanted to see Drita's new business? I think it was production. Really? Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I would like to think it was just Karen. Because Drita seemed to be taken aback by it. And she was like, wow, this was really sweet. Maybe it was production. Or maybe it was Karen thinking this would be good for production. But either way, I like... I like when these women come together to support each other's businesses. You know, when we see people at the Drunken Monkey or now at Dorita's Place or whatever it is, yeah. that's what they need to do. They need to stick together and help support each other. Yeah, no, and and th- it was interesting how Karen came by. And it, it to me, it seemed a little, like, a little bit forced. But it was at the same time, it was still sweet. I mean, right. she was there. She was supportive. She was checking it out. But um, it seemed like her main purpose, though, in going there was to talk, to talk about... Um, when she she talked about the, Carla the, the whole Carla thing. thing. So uh, that to me, what it seemed like that was. What's funny is I don't even remember her talking about that. And when you say to talk about, I'm like probably the Carla love situation, like what? whatever. Yeah, whatever the situation was, like she just it looked like she was trying to come in and talk chat with Drita about it. It wasn't. It didn't, to me, seem like she was right. like, I want to check out the store. I know, and I, I wish that Drita, like, hinted a couple of times. She's like, I've never done your makeup. Yeah. I really wish Karen was like, oh, my God, do it. And I actually thought that's what was going to happen. I thought she was going to actually sit down and do her makeup. I would have loved that. I was like, oh, that would have been really cool to see, like, her work. Why you didn't know? we see that? I don't know. I don't because you're not the producer, Roxy. <laughs> that's true. You know? I should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I have no complaints. <laughs> Honestly, this show's rad. It so. is so good. They're doing um, a good job. And all right, so that was a nice moment and seeing, you know, a couple of those scenes with Drita. Now, another thing that happened was we saw a little bit of Renee's personal life with her son and AJ and, and a little bit of um, kind of uh, moving on, I'd have to say, for AJ. Yeah, I, what I was most confused about was how did you respond to Renee's initial reaction. You know, it seemed like a quick shift to me. So what did you think about how she initially was like, no, this is not happening? So I like that you mentioned that it was a quick shift because because of that, I felt that in watching it, I felt that it this was a reenacted conversation. Right. That obviously I don't think that the first time that Renee's finding out that her son is moving all the way to Florida is going to happen on camera. And that was so evidenced by the fact that like she felt like, no, no, no. And like, oh, okay, I love you. Like it was, it wasn't as, it didn't seem like it was a natural organic reaction. But the emotion was totally was there. there. And I think that emotion is there. And I think that's really how she feels. And she do, probably does not want him to move to Florida. She's probably not excited about it. And so those emotions are there. So it's probably pretty easy for her to just, you know, whip him up. And just during that conversation, she probably really felt like, I don't want you to go. Yeah, I think one of two things. I, I am probably what you're saying is mm-hmm. right. So either that or maybe this was a really long conversation that they edited down to about two minutes maybe. so that was the switch but you know maybe aj is aware and want and knows that this would make amazing television and whatever so he went in but aj doesn't seem like that to he me he doesn't so. and actually in watching the scene aj seemed like almost like not like he was laughing smiling he, yeah and i felt that 100%. it came from a nervousness of him like trying to reenact a, a conversation like it's not something he's comfortable or used to and it, it's it, it's not natural to him so i just felt like he was kind of like eh. there seemed a little bit of an awkwardness from him and i think it resulted in the fact that this was reenacted. dude i absolutely felt the same way yeah. i kept looking at him being like yeah, is dude. he laughing or is he it, it wasn't that off-putting but it was a no. little like Hmm, it made me skeptical whether this was the first time they were having this conversation or not. Just have to throw it out there. How sexy did he look in his direct-to-camera interviews? I actually, I, I was looked, dying. I thought he looked really good, actually. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, he, like... It, he looks like he's grown so up. Hot. He's a man. Oh. Like he looked really good. Saddest thing that happened to me all week is when I was going on our YouTube yeah. and looking at the comments because obviously we actually look at all of you guys' comments. We do. And speaking of that, rate us, comment us, five stars. We do read iTunes. iTunes, yeah, definitely on iTunes. Um, and you know we're one of the the top rated shows right now at After Buzz Mobwise. Thanks to you guys. So definitely, so we love we, you. Yeah, we love the love and and all the comments. So. 
Speaking of okay, comments. We do love all the comments. Even this one, because it's a comment, I love it. But this specific comment made me cry. Yeah. Saying that I was too old for AJ. Oh, that one. <laughs> I was too old and for him. How old are you? 21? I'm 21 and he's, and he's 19. 19. Does that make me that much of a cougar? No, no, you're not that much of a kook. <laughs> they're, but they're like, wow, girl, step back. He has a girlfriend for over a year, and you are way too old for him. <laughs> I was like, it's like okay, oh, okay. Check. <laughs> All right. And then I was like, they're probably right. And no. I'm the furthest thing from a homewrecker, so I hope he's very happy with his girlfriend. And clearly they're planning on, I mean, they have some sort of relationship, and they were going to move out in together or whatever, and they're still together. So good for him. All I'm saying is... If that ever happens to fizzle out, here I am. I have to say, he's young. He's 19. Not young for you, but I mean, and generally in life, he's young. <laughs> I'm like, and you're young, too. That, I don't think there's any problem with the age gap, per se. It's not much of, a, much of a gap. So I have hope. Yes, I think, and also, like I said, he's young, meaning that who knows how serious this relationship is, even if it is a year. A year so I <sighs> I think there is still hope. I really okay. do. Good. I, I, otherwise, I don't know how I would sleep tonight. Because I really like him, too, and I want you to be with him, and I think it would be a really cute couple. We should at least get him in studio so we can see the vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the direct the reason why the director camera, and after this we'll be done talking about this, but I think the reason why the director camera looks so good is because he wasn't wearing his glasses. Even though the glasses are cute. Like, I think the glasses are cute, When somebody wears glasses so much, I think it's really cute look, but then yeah. when they finally take them off, you're like, like oh. Ooh, sexy. Exactly. Sexy, hunky. So, yeah, we think this is a reenacted conversation, yes. but yes. we don't care because the emotions were there and you looked good. It, it was a cute, it was, it was, and it's like, I, and, and I was thinking, like, that's a bummer. I think this is the last time we're going to see him, like, even if, like, another season happens, we won't see that much of him anymore. Well, I felt I like that. They were kind of wrapping up his involvement in the show. I, I kind of was thinking that for a little bit. But if you think about this season, we've already gone to Arizona and Florida. Yeah. So I feel like definitely at least one episode, maybe a couple, will be Renee visiting AJ. I'm sure. In the, and in bringing the along Big Ange or Drita or yeah. somebody. You know what I mean? I'm sure it'll be like that, but it's not the same. Of, it's not the same it's as having him same. at home. You know, it's just not the same. I know. We're sitting there crying like, don't leave us. <laughs> I don't. AJ, is this the last time we'll see you? No. No. Hopefully you'll come to the reunion. Okay. Um, <laughs> so now one of the big topics for this week's episode is Ramona and her soon-to-be wedding kind of wedding thing. And so, you know, the top of the episode, we do see Ramona um, with her girls. Yeah. She's got three girls, and it was interesting. Gianna, um, Nisa, and Melina. Yes. And the oldest wasn't feeling this whole wedding. It wasn't weird to me that the kids weren't feeling the wedding. I thought that that was a little normal. What was weird to me was Ramona's reaction to that being yeah. like, these, they just don't get it. Yeah. I, like, do you ever sit back and ask yourself if everyone around you doesn't get it and you're the only one who gets it? Maybe everybody else gets it and, and you're you the don't. only one who doesn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm not living her life. I can't place judgment. I'm not like that. I'm not one of those people who's like, this is horribly wrong. Yeah. But, you know, if, if your kids and your best girlfriends and everybody you're close to and his opinions you respect is like, this is waving red flags, and you're like, they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. You got to step back for a second, girl. Like, just a second and be and let the possibility sink in that this could potentially not be what's the right move. Yeah. But it seems like she's totally consumed by this guy. Because when you saw him talking... Um, on the phone. It was interesting. When they were talking on the phone at the beginning of the episode when she's with her daughters mm -hmm. and he calls, like her demeanor, her face, her right. smile, everything changed. Like she became like, oh, like giddy, like, oh my gosh. She was all smiling. There was, it just changed. And you could see it was right there when I saw like, whoa, like she is whooped by this guy. And you know like, what? That That's not acting. That's not no, fake. No, that's not. That was a hundred percent real. Yeah. You could see, like, and so I understand, like, to be so in love, it's love is blinding, you know. Yeah, and it you, is. she's just like sitting there, and this is what she wants. But when she finally says, she's like, "Listen, I'm having this day, and I hope that he can make it." Yeah. It's like, isn't he the day? Yeah. Isn't the whole point? Isn't of that the day? the day? You know. So that was weird to me, and I just don't think she's seeing this for what it is fully. But maybe I'm missing something. No, and like we talked about before, what what's weird to me is, like you said, it's like there's more focus on the event as opposed to the actual union and the marriage. 
And they should just go to the court and get it done if that's what's important. But it seems like she's also preoccupied with this big party. And it's like, who cares about the big party? I mean, you're wanting to marry the guy. Right. If it can't happen. like, And it's also, to me, too, having this big wedding is like drawing more attention to the fact that he isn't there and isn't going to be there. And it's only going to be there for a day. As opposed to just kind of... Spending your time together. Yeah, as opposed to just going to court, doing it, getting it done, and just keeping your relationship and everything just private and, and doing your own thing. Right. Like, he he is on house arrest, so they wouldn't be able to go to court, but I'm sure that they could or get whatever, somebody yeah. to come to them in a second. And, yeah. You know, and even if you wanted your closest friends and family just to come and maybe, like, yeah. have a little meal a little together. Dinner. But why this big to-do? I mean... I understand that this is the miracle caterer Butch. But yeah, I know. She kept on talking about this caterer. Cater, she's like, I'm like, Miriam. No. Yeah, yeah, it's like, dude. But honestly, I just think, like, you got to look at everything and get your priorities straight. And if, if you're all your kids, I mean, that's actually not true. I was saying all her kids. No, but the youngest The one, youngest was like, yeah. if you're in love. And yeah, I was the like, that's really was also sweet, actually. eight or seven. I yeah, mean. and like is still in Disney fairy tale princess land. Exactly. And that's really sweet and how she should be. Yeah. But, I don't know. And, and it, it did bother me a little bit how Ramona was just like, her, her daughter, Elisa, is the one that kind of objected to it. And it's like, Ramona, that you're, you should really pay attention, to, especially to what your daughter is saying. At least know? hear her out. It's yeah. like she just kept being like, no, that, no. That really what you think is that you don't think we should, uh, really is that what you're saying? Like, uh, instead of asking, just let her be like, why do you think this? Yeah. You know, those are your kids. Mm-hmm. I know. And it, it just seemed like Ramona just didn't, didn't. I don't know. Uh, it just didn't seem like that's the priority for her. Right. So. All right. So then keeping with Ramona and this whole, um, her whole, you know, wedding, Karen decides to throw this prenup party, which I was totally confused about. But uh, it, it, <laughs> like the thing is, Karen decides to throw this prenup party, but the only one actually getting married is Ramona. And Karen's saying... No, this had nothing to do with you. But I kind of agree with Ramona thinking, I'm the only one getting married. Like, what? Like, why are you throwing this prenup? Let's step back for a second. Yeah. Maybe this is because I'm young and naive. I've never heard of a prenup party. I've never been invited to a prenup party. I've never had a friend invited to a prenup party. <laughs> have does this is this a common? Have you ever been to a prenup party? You know, Roxy, I have never been to a prenup party. I too have never been invited to a prenup party or even heard of a prenup party actually happening. So it's not like <laughs> this is something like a baby shower yeah. that you typically do yeah. or a wedding shower, whatever it is. This is a really weird party, and. It's never happened before, and it just so happens to be happening right before your cousin and best friend's wedding that you disapprove of. But the two of those things have nothing to do with each other. According to Karen. Like, I'm sorry, but there's such thing as a coincidence, and this isn't that. No. In my opinion. I have to agree. And, like, even almost like I felt like when, when, uh, when Ramona was talking to Renee about it, and saying, you know, Karen kind of has this party. Should I interpret it as if it's a dig on me or should I just let it go? And Renee was funny. She's like, Renee's like, well, if you're like me, you're super defensive. Yeah, you would interpret it like that. Yeah. Like, so it was like she was like stirring the pot. But, but her direct to camera, Renee was saying, well, actually, I think it's not necessarily a bad idea, this party. I think it's a good thing to learn about it. And I don't think Karen's trying to dig. I think she's trying to help. That was weird to me, too. Uh-huh. It seemed like two different people's responses. Um, well, but I think there were two different... I think in some ways there were two different questions that, like, that like issues. Asked. Like, one was, is Karen do? Is this at all related to you, Ramona? And you and I, Roxy, agree that it is. Right. And then the second is, well, is Karen... Try, if it is related, is Karen trying to help? Or is, or is this a dig? Okay, so let's try to answer that yeah. second question. Yeah. So if it is related, then... Is this Karen trying to show assistance, in your opinion? You know, I think it's probably coming from a good place, but to me it's a weird way to help. It's what weird. would be better? Like if she wanted to inform her on prenuptial agreements yeah, like or like have any- a private conversation with her and said, hey, have you thought about this? I actually have a great lawyer. Maybe you should talk to her. No need for a party. Completely agree. Uh, what I didn't really understand was 
even now, after watching, I still don't really know what a prenup party is. So it's just it's just you're, you're drinking while listening to prenup information? So the sense that I got is that Karen knows this attorney or maybe is friends with her and, and was like, oh, I know a great way. This is how I imagine happening. I know a great way for you to get on the show and kind of expand your business. You're a great lawyer. Oh, okay. You did a great job with this. Why don't we do like an event surrounded around... Vicky. Around, yeah, around you, Vicky, the great you know family law attorney. Oh, I know. We'll do a prenup party. Oh, that'll be great. You can talk about the prenup. And with these women, it's like, you know, they could really benefit from this information because of this and because of that. And let's do a whole thing like that. That's how I imagine the planning went down. Okay. And so, you know, back to the issue of Ramona taking offense to it. In some ways, I think if Karen maybe was a little bit insensitive. But if that's the case, then it sounds like it had nothing to do with Ramona. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if the case was she was just shooting the well, shit with her friend. Could be like, well, well, like I say, it's so like, oh, this could really benefit these girls. One of them is actually getting married. married right. One of them, you know, the guy's in jail, whatever. Here's the th- but I it think didn't... it's insensitive to Ramona because the, the situation with Ramona already is a little off. It's a lo- already a little weird. The guy's going to be in jail. Like, this is almost like adding a little bit. If it didn't to have to do with Ramona, then why not wait until after the wedding? Or why not just talk to Ramona about it and say, hey, if I'm it planning, does have to do with her. Yeah, I'm planning on having this. You know, I think it's actually beneficial for all the ladies. I know you're the one getting married, but, you know, this could be some good information. Something like that. Because at least if you squash it at the beginning or you put an explanation, it, it doesn't leave it open for Ramona and, and everybody else to make all these crazy assumptions. Can I ask you, why was Big Ange so against this? I mean, that was something that really surprised against me. Against the party or against Against the pre... Against the pre- you know, she was like, we do not go to court. We do not do this. This is not who we are. I don't want to listen to you. Like, she would not let Vicky speak. Yeah. And, you know, Renee is sitting there kind of actually trying to learn. And even Ramona asked a question. And they're sitting there. And Big Ange is like, no, no, no. Why, why was Big it was, Ange... No, it was Renee who got up. Renee stood up. Oh, was it Renee? It was, was Renee. Big Ange? The- I'm pretty sure it was Renee that, that stood up. <laughs> now I'm looking back through my notes. I think that remote, I think that Renee was curious, but then she was like, we don't do this. But I think Big Ange was the one who was like. Yeah, Big Ange. Actually, they both got up. Yeah, they both. They both got up. But, yeah. they, uh, but Renee originally had asked a question and seemed kind of into it. Yeah. I just was wondering why were they these well, women they were so both against anti. it? Renee and Big Ange was against it. And, and from what I interpreted, it's just that. These women are in it for life. Like, they're in, and Renee even said this, like, we don't get divorced. It just doesn't happen. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, but they've all been divorced, yeah, basically. I, that's what, when, when Renee said that, I was like, yeah, but she's divorced. So I guess, like, traditionally and in a perfect world, they don't want to deal with this. Like, they get married not to get a divorce. They get married, like, to be in it for the long haul. So in some ways, highlighting a whole prenup, like, the idea of getting a prenup is saying the possibility of they're going to get a divorce. We've heard Big Ange talk before, though, and she's like, you know what? Like, I, I got the kids. I got the house. I got all this. I'm not letting any guy take anything from me. But they're also old school. Like, I think a lot of it's like being old school, being old, old school, like Italian, Catholic, mob. The old school, like the women are with the men, you know, rain or shine. It is kind of a crappy situation, like, when you are getting married to be thinking about getting divorced. Yeah, it is. But at this day and age, and especially with these women who have a lot and their husbands have a lot or don't have whatever it is, it's really important to think about. I think that it's really important, and it can put a damper on the situation, but better to be have a damper on the situation than five years down the line be completely screwed. I think it's important to think about, but I think it's... I, I am old-fashioned, too. I mean, I, if you're going to get married, you're going to get married forever. And, yes, it's a possibility that you could get a divorce. And mm-hmm. I think if you're in a situation with two completely different social, like, economic backgrounds where maybe one person significantly has a lot more money than the other person, maybe. And if you're that person with a lot of money, it's probably prudent to think about it. But I, I guess maybe I'm just old-fashioned romantic that you if, if I'm going to get married to somebody, I want to do it for life. I would love to think the same way as you, and I am in, in my romantic self, I do believe that, but when 50% of marriage ends in divorce, it's unrealistic to not have it come up in your mind, you know? It's unrealistic. Only if, though, there's a big difference in money between the two parties. Well, if there's not, then I don't think either one of them would be Yeah, but assistant. I'm saying, like, a big difference. I'm not talking about one person has a little bit more money than the other. I'm talking about, like, a significant 
significantly. I think it's stupid to have a prenup be public to both parties. I think if you're going to have a prenup in a marriage, I think neither person should know whether the other person has it or not. Don't you have to know? Yeah, they have to sign off on it. Well, yeah, yeah, they have to sign off on it, but I don't think that should be the way they do it. Because, I mean, if neither party knows about the prenup agreement, then you'll know. Because if somebody's marrying you only for money, no, I think that's really bad. Because bad. You, you could be married, you could be married for thirty years, and then they could have something saying, "If you're not married to me for thirty-five years, you get nothing, and you have four kids, and you yeah. end up like, you know, you need to know the terms and conditions of the prenup. You need to know. You need to know what you're getting into, and, and not only that, it's just like, as a married couple. You want to share everything, or that's the ideal, that you're not keeping anything from one another, and you're, you can trust one another. But, but I want to get back to what you were saying about— but thank if, you for the inputs. Yeah, <laughs> good point. So I want to get back to what you were saying, though, about if there's a huge difference. So do you think that there is a huge difference between a lot of these women and and, no, and that's why I was—I don't know, because I was curious about that. And like, the fact that they Ramona? are talking about it, I don't know. I don't really I don't know, know either. either one of the situations. I was thinking it was pretty similar, so I didn't—who knows? Right. I mean, no, yeah, I, I just I just thought it was really interesting, and I like when reality shows bring up things that aren't typically brought up. Yeah, and this I like whole, it too. Yeah, this whole prenup thing, like nobody really touches this on TV. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool to watch this play out, and I honestly wanted to hear more what Vicky had to say. I actually was curious too to see how the ladies and even Drita said she's like I want to learn about this stuff like she wanted to learn but and why not learn with a cocktail in your hand I know but Vicky's like eh, I think I'm gonna move on from here yes. she like leaves with a cocktail in her hand so all right so I think that kind of so so that's talking a little bit more about the whole um, Ramona wedding situation and then and then it, it kind of ventures into now dramas with Ramona and now love kind of gets into the picture. So, you know, at this prenup mm-hmm. party, um, Ramona does bring up to Karen that, um, actually, what exactly? So Ramona, it gets brought up that Ramona isn't really sure, like, if this party was thrown as a dig to her. Right. And also that... L- uh, Ramona never called Love to say that she was well, that's engaged. A, that's a different. That yeah. Let's talk about that when okay, we talk about when we focus on love. So let's I'm getting round, ahead of myself. I know. Let's round out the whole Ramona thing. So Ramona then and Karen kind of get a little bit like of a heated discussion talking about it, and it does seem like Ramona just wants because Karen's saying like the reason I'm not. Well, okay, it goes from the party to Karen not agreeing with this marriage, right? And so, ultimately, like, Ramona's upset about the party, but what it really stems from is the fact that she feels that Karen isn't 100% on board with this situation. But I think that Karen made a really good point by saying if Ramona was not telling all of her best friends, this didn't seem like something she was proud of. It wasn't something she really wanted to share. Yeah, well, that, that, but also what Karen's saying is that, because Ramona's like, you're my friend, so you're my friend, so just agree with me, and then we can all be fine. You're supposed to be my friend, so why can't you be supportive? Right. That's Ramona's argument. But Karen's saying, because I am your friend, I care about you, and I don't think this is a good situation. So what do you want me to do, just keep my mouth shut? Right. Like, I actually care. And so that's what Karen was saying, is that I care about this, and I don't think it, this is right. And Ramona's like, she's my friend. Why doesn't she just support me? And more so than that, Karen is like, I don't think that she thinks this is right deep down. Because if she did, yeah. she wouldn't be hiding it. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of on Karen's side with the situation. When I'm friends with somebody and I see that they're doing something that might be destructive or might not be the best for them, I... I try and tell them. And, and I do it even at the cost of the friendship because I can't be friends with somebody and stand by somebody when I see that they're doing something that's wrong. I'm not saying that what Ramona's doing is wrong. I'm just saying if that's how Karen feels, right. she owes it to the friendship to, the, to let her know. The problem with that is the way that you're saying it mm-hmm. is what you wish that Karen did. We wish that Karen pulled Ramona aside yeah. individually, had a thing, not at this prenup party. Not a, I agree with Karen that she should be saying something, but not in the way that she is. Well, it sounds like Karen has talked to her about it, too. Yeah, before. that's true. We don't know. I don't and, know. And like we even said, like last week, there was a weird little bickering between Karen and Ramona at that party, at the birthday party. Um, 
And we were like, where did that come from? Obviously, some, there was some tension like this going on. Yeah, some of the people on YouTube actually had some insights about that, saying oh. that um, that Ramona is really jealous because her boyfriend's in jail. Mm-hmm. And so they actually probably have been talking about that and that she felt like uh, Karen was rubbing it in her face that she could bring a guy there and that her husband was in jail and blah, 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 something like that. But I thought that was interesting that people on YouTube were commenting that. Yeah. And that's probably what was going on. I just wish that we were shown Privy, that. Yeah. And and so it, it just sounds like there is a little bit of tension between Karen and Ramona with this whole situation. So, Absolutely. So that, that so the Ramona situation kind of gets rounded out by that Karen you know, Karen discussion and I don't think it really got resolved in this episode at all. But um but there was a big focus on, on Ramona and, and this whole issue. So now let's talk about love. All right. Hmm. So is love crazy or what? I'm if if like gun to my head, yes or no, my answer is yes. Yeah. If it's a clear, like cut and dry, I obviously think there's shades of gray in there, but she just seems to me like, uh, uh, yeah. I really like her, like all these other women do. But and what I really do like is um, that that tonight Karen was like, "Love may be crazy, but bitch has my back," yeah. and that's important. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I have friends that are batshit crazy, but if they have my back, loyalty to me is like everything. Me too. So you can be a little crazy and still be my friend. And for these women, loyalty. I mean, that's a big mob thing is loyalty. You right. Know? So obviously that that's an important an important thing. Um, but so, so with love, you know, it's ugh, the whole love and Carla situation. And we learn a little bit more about this issue between love and Carla from Carla. Carla has like some conversations with like her girlfriend, actually the night of the prenup party. She wasn't invited to the prenup party. And like Corinna Carla, she's like, I'm glad. I don't want to be in a room with all those ladies. Girl, if you have to say you're glad one more time, yeah. like... I- Honestly, when you actually don't want to be somewhere, you don't talk about it all night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. And also, when you're sitting there talking crap about how you don't talk crap, that's talking crap. Yeah. Like, don't you just feel like now Carla has wrapped herself into this? If she just never mentioned it, if she never said anything, but now she's sitting talking to her friend. Well, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so at the beginning of the episode, um, we actually see Carla sitting down with Big Ange. And it she talks about how... Carla's current boyfriend, Derek, at one point, you know, was hooking up with love. And this was prior to to Carla getting together with Derek. Right. Well, just recently, love, I guess, became friends with Derek's ex-wife. And Carla, or or I guess, uh, love was at the ex-wife's home and basically telling her all about Carla. Right. While the sex wife didn't even know that Love also hooked up with Derek. And then the ex-wife is the one who ended up telling Carla. Carla. Because the ex-wife's like, I don't care. I'm married with kids. Like, what is this drama surrounding my life? Yeah. Why is this woman sitting here telling me? If I was the ex-wife, I'd be like, who is this woman in my house telling me about my ex-husband's new girl? Like, I don't want to hear this. And, and so based on that conversation, and as she was telling Began, because Began had an opinion about it, like, what do you think? Like, do you think, who do you, who's telling the truth here? Carla? Love? I think it's definitely a mixture. I don't think either of these women are completely clean right now. Yeah. Uh, but definitely more so Carla's telling the truth. Just because it's just when you put together Love's story, it's implausible. Yeah. Like, it, it just, it can't, I can't see it mashing up. And this this explanation, I mean, I don't see why Carla would make this up, especially, like, if someone wanted to. They could go back and fact check it by talking to the boyfriend, talking to the ex, talking to all the different people. Like, there's a lot of people now involved. Like, that's a pretty far-fetched story, and it's also pretty detailed. So it, it does make me think that what Carla's saying is true, but who knows the whole scenario. Somebody is going to get caught. her interpretation of the story. Exactly. Somebody's going to get caught in a whole bunch of lies. Yeah. And I have a feeling it's going to be both of them. I think there's going to be elements where they're both both not 100% telling the truth. But the the one thing that makes me a little bit more on Carla's side in this whole thing is that weird thing with the logo. 
I just don't. The wings. The wings. It just seems so far-fetched. It just seems like she's pulling for something and just adding, like, something else to be mad to her about. It's just the weirdest thing. And I and I, honestly, I was thinking about it all week. And for because, you. No, no, no joke, because it was on my mind. And I maybe saw wings, like, 50 times yeah. this week. Every time I would walk by a store, I'd be like, oh, is that Love's logo? Like, like Victoria's Secret. I ended up laughing to myself because that's where I was. Yeah. And I just kept seeing wings everywhere. And I was like... This is hysterical, like, <laughs> that you could think that this was yours. Yeah. Like, like for, I, for all my, you have to do is step out your door. For my clothing line, um, we have, like, a heart as part of our logo. Do I think that anybody that has a heart is copying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like, and if somebody turns around with some random obscure brand with the heart somewhere on it, did we copy them? No. Hearts are hearts. Yeah. They're out there. Like wings, you know? I mean, it's like wings, like stars. Like, when you pick something generic like that, it's not... Unless it was a really specific wing that had like a like a name or saying or something, but it just seems weird. It so, seems so weird. So and so did Big Ange thought the same thing too. Big Ange just did, didn't think. Big Ange thought that Love was lying. Then, like based on that conversation, she said that. And if to further talk about how Love is a little crazy, then we get that moment with her yelling at Ramona's friend. Well, yeah, yeah, and so so then to to go back um, into the yeah, so we can skip. To that, let's talk about that. I mean, I I can't even like hold it back. It just was. I was like, holy crap! All of a sudden, Ramona's friend walks over and was like sticking up for Ramona and is standing there like this. And you know, she's like, nobody's gonna talk crap about my sister. This is my girl, and love. And this is at the the party. This just is, loses yeah. it. So this is at the uh, the the prenup prenup party. party. And and. And yeah, love, we see like, we finally see that side of love that she's been talking about the entire time. And I'm sitting here thinking, did I miss something? But then we hear love reenact and say what happened and tell the story. And she tells it exactly how I saw it. And I'm like, so why are you so angry? And she's like, nobody crosses their arms to me. And even Karen, Karen was like, Karen's like, love, that's that's way out of line. This is her friend. Like, and and this is her friend, and she was just trying to defend her friend. Like, don't do that to her friend. If this is a good friend of Ramona's, don't act like that towards her. And what bothered me about that whole scene actually was Ramona's reaction. Because if I was Ramona and love, and, and, and say I'm friends with love, right? Because it sounds like Ramona and love go way back. 20 years back. Okay. So if I'm friends with love, but I'm also very good friends with this girl, and I don't, I don't remember her name. Um and love talks to my friend that way, I would be really pissed at love. Me too. You don't but, step to my friends. But like Ramona that. didn't say a single thing. In fact, you saw her kind of laughing. I think it was because Ramona knows love and Ramona was like, I'm not getting in this fight right now. I disagree with the way Ramona handled it. Like, yeah. I'm completely with you. Like, I would never let somebody talk to my friends no. like that. Especially ever. if that person was a that, friend of mine. Well, no, was also was defending me. Right. And was trying to come to my rescue and trying to watch my back. Right. And Ramona didn't, from what we saw, it didn't look like Ramona at all was like, like, oh, my God, like, like, are you okay? Or love, don't talk to her like that. She's just defending me. She's Karen my good friend. Karen defended her more. Yeah. Karen def- and Karen was the one saying, love, love, chill out. She's just defending her friend. And don't talk to Ramona's friend like that. But so was this one of love's, I was in the car accident and I blacked out I and yelled at somebody moments? That's what I was wondering. Is this like a blacked out? But like she was pretty coherent. This wasn't like, she wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Like she was like, no. No one crosses their arms at me. I know. No one talks to me like that. No one disrespects me like that. It's like, dude, come on, chill out. First of all, stop taking yourself so seriously. Like, really? Someone is upset and crossing their arms at you? You're what? You're, you're, you're a queen, queen of Egypt? You rule the yeah, land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And Ramona and her director camera, I think, said it perfectly. She's like, these girls can't handle themselves at a party. Like, no. I would be mortified yeah. if I was throwing a party at a venue. Oh, my God. And my friends acted like this. I would be mortified like that's why I think that Ramona almost just didn't want to add more fuel to the fire so she just stayed quiet maybe she pulled love aside afterwards because once you just like you know if you say something then love says more and then whatever it just keeps escalating but still you can't not say anything so it was a tough situation but 
If I was throwing a party, like I'm saying, I would just be so embarrassed. Yeah, I would be embarrassed too. So I'd be, embarrassed. I'd be really embarrassed because, like, this is the, this is the company I keep. These are my friends, and this is how they act. Like, yeah. I just I would be really embarrassed. But like you said, there's no. It just seems like there's no rules with there's these no women. rules. Like it's like there's no social rule, no social. Like it 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 doesn't cross love's mind that it's probably inappropriate to full blown run after somebody who isn't. In your face. Right. She wasn't doing anything to love. She was just kind of scoping out the situation. And Yeah. What I will say, though, is to a very extreme, this is very much so an East Coast mentality where what you see is what you get. Like, when, when there are no rules, at least these women aren't turning around and behind each other's yeah. back saying it. Whatever we're seeing, whatever we think they're feeling, they're saying out loud and to each other. Yeah. So you never really, except, I guess, for Love and Carlo, who've never even met, yeah. you never really have to worry about people, like, saying one thing to you and then turning around and saying something else, it's very much so, like, you crossed your arms? I don't take that well. Like, and then just yell at them instead of just turning around being like, did she just cross her arms to me? That was kind of rude. I know. You know, so... I will Which say. is like what here in LA we would totally do. Yeah, like, who's exactly. It's who's very that, who's that bitch in the corner like eyeing me. Like, yeah, exactly. And know? instead of that, love just goes up to the bitch yeah. in the corner and yeah. is like, "Why are you eyeing me?" Yeah. So it's it's very extreme yeah. East Coast vibe. It is. It is. Um, and then what what I love also seeing is the other ladies' reaction to this because it sounds like some of them have never really seen love, like like Drita or even um, Renee hadn't seen love kind of have this kind of. Like reaction, yeah, absolutely. And like, Big Ange is like, and there yeah. she's let loose. Yeah. There we go. There There's we go. love. And I'm like, this is exactly why all season you've seen me sit in this chair and say, I am scared crapless oh of this God. woman. I am totally scared of her. I'm totally scared of her because you don't know. You don't know what might set her off. Can you imagine being that woman at the party, being Ramona's friend? I would have been like, oh, I would have been shaking. Me I would have been like, oh my God. Like, and it, and actually, that it looked like that. It was that woman's reaction. Right. And it sounds like Karen also knows her because Karen's like, she's really, really nice. Like, yeah, she's like this poor thing. Yeah, yeah. So I would be like that. I'd be like, oh, like, get me out of here. Do you, what do you actually think realistically you would have done? You would have, would you have said something back? Would you have? Probably, probably not. I probably would have like looked at the fact that you can't say something back to someone like that because they're not seeing things straight. They're, they're, they have one agenda and that's just a rawr. They're not there to like talk amicably and figure this out. So I probably would have run. <laughs> I would have yeah. like gone the hell out of there. I would have been like, whoa. It's the best thing you can do in that moment, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, there is no reason for love to, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't, Unfortunately, I don't know when to shut my mouth, so I would have said something back and probably would have ended up knocked out on my butt. Yeah, I would say, and love would have killed me. Killed you. Literally, she would have, like, kicked your ass. Like, she would have. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But what do we what do we think about the fact that Ramona never did tell Love about the fact that she was um married, <coughs> getting married, <coughs> and apparently she never told Love that she was Excuse me. <laughs> God bless you. And so Ramona never told Love about the fact that she was getting married and then we find out that Ramona never told Love about the fact she was moving houses. And <laughs> Bless you, bless you. I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, guys. I'm sorry about that. No, you're all good. <sighs> so do we just think that Love is kind of like hurt about all of this or and, and actually the way love was telling Ramona about the whole situation was exactly what you just said that love even said like I my feelings were hurt yeah that's it and actually the way that love presented it to um, Ramona and I'm glad you brought that up because it was something I was thinking about when I was watching like I felt it was very mature and just and very genuine genuine of her and she's like you know after all this, like, I'm just hurt that, that I had to find out this other way and that I, you didn't tell me. I absolutely agree. I think that was the perfect opportunity yeah. for Ramona to be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I I'm just had a lot going on, whatever. But Ramona got so defensive she about did. it. And I just thought that for love to completely have a – it's not very much to her character to act like that. So for her to be so mature and grounded and come to her like that and then for Ramona basically to shut it down – I. That bothered me. Yeah, it did because I thought it was a really nice side of love that we haven't seen. And I don't know, maybe this is, maybe she is like more mature or more kind of grounded than what were presented. You know, maybe that's part of her and, and this crazy part is, is another part of her. But maybe like for the most part, she, she is a reasonable person or, or whatever because we saw a little bit of that. And I was like, wow, like. Oh, she that she put it exactly how she felt. She didn't like she didn't yell at her. She didn't say like, "Oh, why did you do this? Why didn't you?" She said, "You know, I found out this way. I wish you would have told me and my feelings were hurt." And and like you said, um 
I was also bothered by the way Ramona reacted. And tonight we see Ramona's friend. She was joking around after Love yelled at her. She goes to her friend and she's like, it's like she's bipolar. And I'm not somebody to throw that word around because at all. But what I will say is I understand why somebody would call her moody because she she (laughs) does, you know, yeah, to say the least. She does seem to have major mood swings. Um, And like I'm saying, I have friends like that. You know, I don't look at love and I think, oh, my God, she's crazy. How could these women be her friend? I actually kind of get it. Like, like I was saying, she is very loyal. And it's these crazy swings that she needs to get um, under wraps so that she can be the great person and great friend that we see her yeah. half the time. Because she seems like, and, and, and Karen said this too, like, Love seems the kind of person that she is loyal. Right. So she's your friend. She's got your back. And she's the kind of person that I would want to be on my side and not against you me. You want her in your corner. You want her in your corner because if she, if. If she is, and she will f- go to bat for you. Um, and honestly, those are some of the best people. You know, I mean, they they they're high and they're low. You know, they when they get mad, they get mad. But when they they love and they're loyal, they they love. And you can even see the way that the way that she had that relationship with that guy. She even right. said like, when I love, I love hard. And so she's she's that kind of a person. Um, and Karen said like, yeah, I'm glad she's in. She's my friend. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to be against her. Absolutely. And one thing we can't call her is boring. No. So she and I actually want to say something just lighthearted about love is that at the beginning of the episode we saw her not done up at all she was like very natural like no makeup and hair and I actually thought she looked like a lot prettier much more natural there's something about her facial features I just had to throw it out there that I thought she looked yeah, really good absolutely like she looked younger she looked like just just, just she looked pretty at the beginning of the episode like looking really natural no i think she's definitely a pretty woman she is i I just liked her her natural look we've never seen that yeah it's a new trend now to take these natural pictures and put them on twitter instagram so well these women are doing it we also saw it with big Ange and with renee it all started with snooki Oh, did Remember it? when we were doing Jersey oh, Shore right. and she did that picture of her with no makeup and we were like, damn, girl looks good. I actually started with Terry Hatcher, too. Yeah, she that's true. She did that, too, a little while back. But Renee and Big Ange, just one quick little scene, um, they had their plastic surgery scene. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I oh thought my that God. was funny. Cause I, well, I know I almost did it. I almost forgot about it, too, and I want to see what you thought about I it. I love that they did that on camera because Me these too. women... Don't give an F, you know, and I love that. Like, if you're going to get plastic surgery, don't you hate when people do something and they, like, don't, which reminds me why I look so orange is because I went um, spray tanning today. And I good, though. It looks good. No, I still have to wash it off and everything. But the point of that is, don't you hate when you see girls and, like, they obviously have fake nails or they obviously have spray tan and you'll be like, Oh my God, you're, you're so tan, and they're like, "Oh, thanks," thanks. and like, they won't say anything. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. it's like, why are you embarrassed? We all do different things, or like, "Oh my God, your hair is so amazing." Just say you have extensions. Just exactly. say whatever it is. Like, what do you do to your hair? Oh, I I use special shampoo. You have extensions. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it. I don't care. I, I think it looks amazing. Like, I'm not insulting you. Own it. So I love these women. They're like, "What'd you do? Oh, your lips are different. Oh, look at these bruises here, but it's going like this." I'm I like, know. I'm like, hell yeah, you guys look good. You got to take care of yourselves and do what makes you feel good. And because you love yourselves, I love you. Like uh-huh. I, I, I love that, that too. I thought it was awesome. I thought actually Renee looked great without makeup too. She looked really good, and I think when they fluffed her face up or did something, she looked great. And I, I totally agree with you, Roxy. I love that about these women. They love just it. own it. I did there, like I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. Whereas when you watch the other house, I, I, obviously I'm like obsessed with all the housewives shows. It's like, did she do this? Did she not? Oh, I. Uh, it's not a nose job. It's a hernia. It's a deviated septum. It's like, oh, my God, call it for what it is, you know? And these women do that, and that's what makes them so great. This is Hollywood. This is the business. Yeah. Everybody's changing something about themselves. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying everybody's doing it's reality. it. It just If you're doing something, own, own it. it. Just yep. own it, and people respect it so much more. So we on the same page, girl. We I, I completely are. forgot about that scene. I'm so glad you I brought know, that up. I that know. was amazing to start the it was, episode off. It was off. a really good scene. And then we have that last scene where they're just, as I was saying before, when she was saying, um, I love, uh, love may be crazy, but bitch has my back. Mm-hmm. That's like when they finally get to debrief over drinks. It's Drita, Renee, and Karen. Mm-hmm. And that was nice because it was like a bre- breath of fresh air. Yeah. After the party, I was like, oh, thank God. I know, I know, I 
know. That was a cute little bar, and we learned about Drita and the uh, Guidette party that she she makes wants to make them dress up as Guidettes. And I love that idea. From back in the and day. I love seeing, just real quick, I'm glad you brought that up, too. I love seeing the old school photos. Dude, that was great. I need more. I, I wa- need more. I wanted more. more. I, thought I was gonna... sitting there screaming at the TV. I was like, show me more. I love Ramona's. I loved all of them. I thought they were great. I, I love Karen talking about, like, oh, you know, I had my hair like this, and I was like the, the geek one or like the nerdy yeah. one, and, and Ramona teased this one piece of hair all the time. Because I'm a huge Instagram person, in these days, I'm loving the throwback Thursday thing, you know, and yeah. you threw this to me was such a big throwback Thursday, and I was like, Give me more. I wanted more too. Throwback to Thursday, mob more. lives, mob yes. lives, exactly. But yeah, yeah, I love, I think you can tell a lot about a person by what they were like when they were a little kid. <laughs> I, know. I think so too. Like, what was love like as a oh. as an eight year old girl climbing oh, trees? I would love to see like, that. Amazing, god, yeah, I would love to see that. That'd be so amazing. All right, well, I think that's it for this episode. Do you have anything else to add? No, I, I, I really think we covered it. I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. I hope we did. Anyway, so predictions. Okay. Um, I could talk about what we see in next week and we can interpret it. It's the last episode. I know. And it looks like it's going to be huge. But we see that Drita is talking to Lee and she's curious if she made some sort of mistake. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know their relationship at all because Lee doesn't want to be on TV. So I literally cannot comment on what if she made a mistake, what their interactions are. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah. The only thing I can comment about is I cannot wait for that scene between Carla and Love. The fist fight. Oh, we see it, that was like some pulling, grabbing. Like, because Carla, and this is this is what the ladies have been mentioning all along too. Like, they're like, it's Carla going to stand up to her? And and I think Drita said no, and Renee said yes, or one of them said yes or no. I think Carla is the kind of person that she will stand up to Love. What I, is I Carla going to do? Just sit game? down and die? No, she's not going to roll over. She's going to stand up for her. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like she's because we saw when she did that to Renee. Mm-hmm. Carla and Renee got in a fight. And Renee is much bigger than Carla. She is. And R- Carla doesn't care. No. And really what Drita keeps saying is Carla should care. Yep. Because we see this and pe- these oh security God. guards are ripping them off and these chicks are flying. Flying. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous. I am excited. Once again, love, you scare the hell out of me, baby. (laughs) All right, guys, where can we find you? On Twitter, at Roxy Stryer. And I'm your host, Erica Erica Vera, and you can find me at Erica Vera LA on Twitter. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, bitches! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.